That's all it is, Miles. A leap of faith. Surprise, Sydney. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Hero Hour Show. This is the show where we talk all things comic book, film, and television. I am joined by some special guests from the Cinemania World team. First, we have... From Cinemania Nightmares, we have Tyler. Tyler, hello. Hello, it's great to be talking some stuff on the Hero Hour. We actually have some pretty, really exciting stuff actually to talk about this week when it comes to, I guess, every, I guess, all the big ones, you know, Marvel, DC, all that stuff. Yes, we have a lot to get into today. I'm super excited. And uh, we are also joined from the Cinemania World team. We have Amanda. Hello, how are you? Hey, oh, today was a very good day. So much happened, and I can't wait to talk about it. It was, too, especially because I wasn't expecting everything that happened today. So, uh, with that being said, we were also joined from the Cinemania World team. We have Wonder Meg, aka. What well, I, I said that backwards. We have Meg, aka Wonder Meg, whatever <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Meg, hello, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm really excited to talk about. Um all the stuff that's been dropping like within the last week week and a half especially what dropped today so Mm -hmm. we're gonna get Uh, into all of that um yeah of course of course i'm gonna start calling you like my second arch arch nemesis because that gets mean to me offline (laughs) y'all you act like it's not like you don't ask for it spill the tea I don't be doing Ooh. nothing. She just be yelling at me. I'm randomly just defending myself. You do what you got to do, Meg. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. I'm just here. <laughs> um, all right. So we're gonna get into everything that's been going on in the comic book movie world, and not a lot of TV stuff, but some things, I guess. All right. So today we're gonna the first thing we're gonna get into, obviously, is what started off the day, which was the Thor. Love and Thunder trailer. I was not expecting a trailer. I was like, <laughs> I wasn't what either. Was I, doing? I think I was making coffee at like work, and then I saw the teaser that like you know how sometimes you're like on YouTube and you see that there's a teaser for something and it's like mostly fake. Yeah, I thought it was fake because the still that Marvel used for the teaser it looks like a <laughs> looks really off. It does. <laughs> it looks like one of those Photoshop trailers yeah, you see. Yeah, I don't know why they went with that still. Because I was like, ah, that's, that's bullshit. Um, but then I started seeing like Variety was posting. I was like, oh shit, it's the actual trailer. So I watched it. Um, Want to get into all of that, all of that stuff now. Um, I'll go around, get all of you guys' thoughts before I give mine. Uh, it's just a teaser trailer. So uh, people who was expecting like Gore the God Butcher uh, and all that type of stuff, it wasn't happening right now. But uh, yeah, we had the teaser trailer. So I'll go around. I'll start with you, Tyler. What did you think of the uh, Thor 11 Thunder trailer? Yeah, I thought it was really exciting just to finally get the trailer, first of all, whether or not there, you know, I like what was in it. It's just the fact we've been waiting so long, so I think you probably could have shown almost anything, and I would have been excited to some degree, because it's been such a long time waiting for it. But as for the trailer itself, I mean, like you said, it is a teaser trailer, so it doesn't really give us, like, a full-on look at the film as far as, like, story-wise. I mean, you get a little bit of tidbits there, but I mean, right. Taika Waititi, I think, I mean, he's definitely a very interesting filmmaker, and I like his spin. I know 
know some people don't really like Ragnarok as much. Of course, we'll probably get to that in some some form. Who doesn't like who? Who would not like Ragnarok? <laughs> who would that be? Man. I mean, we'll get to that. <laughs> for, this feels like a great evolution for going from Ragnarok and then extending it into mm-hmm. Thor: Love and Thunder. Now that we finally got to see. Thor and the Guardians of the Galaxy once again. I'm very intrigued to see where this goes, like kind of this exploration of Thor kind of like giving up the hero mantle and then being forced to be the hero once again. Uh, But it looks great. I mean, it's it's exciting color, you know, color wise, very colorful, much like how Ragnarok was. Um, We didn't really get to see any sort of villainous stuff, you know, Gore the God Butcher. We'll get We'll get him in the official trailer more than likely. But from what we got, you know, it was fun, lighthearted. You know, the great Guns N' Roses soundtrack to the trailer really set the tone. And, I mean, it's great to see, I guess, the interweaving of the Guardians. I, mean, I imagine they're probably going to be, like, a, a decent role in the film. I'm not really sure. But it's interesting mm-hmm. to see how we're going to weave them in with the, ra- you know, the, the Ravagers, Ravager Thor. Uh, and also King Valkyrie. She's in it for a little bit. But, I mean, the, I think the biggest hype thing other than you know i guess technically it's still thor is the very end tease seeing jane foster now as mighty thor because I mean, we knew we knew going into the film she was going to be mighty thor you know mm-hmm. after they announced it at san diego comic-con but actually seeing it visually like her in the costume i think that's what made me even more hyped for the film just to see how that plays out because you know jane foster in the mcu hasn't been like a great character so it almost yeah. feels like a great way to kind of reinvent her character and kind of reinvigorate it, having her finally be Jane Foster, Mighty Thor. And I feel like someone like Taika Waititi will do a great job with that. I mean, that remains to be seen. That's just my, my opinion and you know, what I assume is going to happen. But yeah, uh, I, I need the workout routine, whatever they got Natalie Portman on because uh, she was looking mighty jacked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very excited, though. I hope, I hope that the official trailer will give us more stuff with Gore the God Butcher because I'm glad that they saved it just so we have more stuff to see in an official trailer. But I know, I mean, Christian Bale's the villain. I mean, that was very, very risky of them to not even show the villain. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm not surprised. I think Marvel at this point knows what they got. And these trailers, they don't really have to show anything because they know all the big money is coming, <laughs> so we'll be fine. And stuff. Uh, I will agree, though. I definitely had a lot of fun with the trailer. Um, I I still can't believe that. I remember like being at Hall H for when these movies were announced, like Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, and uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. And then I was just like sitting there, like, man, these titles are so weird. But I, you know, it's great. It's different, you know, from what they've been doing. So to finally see that we have footage for both of these movies now this year and. You know, we've gotten already stuff like WandaVision and Loki and I don't want to mention Hawkeye, but, you know, some of the other stuff and all <laughs> it's that. It's there. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it feels really cool. The fact that we were, you know, getting some of these new MCU kind of, you know, kind of projects now. And the movie does look a lot of fun. Uh, I'll go to you next. Meg, what did you think of the roar, the Thor, Love and the Thunder? Ro- the roar, the roar, it's Love cold, and Thunder. Close enough, right? It's been a long day, man. Um, well, as we've talked about uh, before, mm-hmm. I'm not really a big fan of Thor Ragnarok and like yeah. Taika's oh, and Taika's take on Thor. Um, but uh, seeing Jane Foster was just like it made that whole trailer just like amazing for me. I love Jane Foster. I love the Mighty Thor, and I do agree with you, Tyler. I'm really excited to see where they take uh, the Mighty Thor's character because. 
my one gripe with the earlier Thor movies is that it kind of felt like Jane Foster was used as just like Thor's girlfriend, like mm-hmm. a throwaway character. And then she was like basically completely forgotten about until she was literally mentioned. yeah, until she was mentioned in Endgame. Uh, so I'm excited to see what they do with her and King Valkyrie. I'm, I can't wait. I love that little like montage of like her in her suit. And uh, like there's the, I think the the voiceover of talking about like knowing the politics or whatever um i'm excited to see what they do with those two female characters because i do mm-hmm. think taika did a really good job with valkyrie um in in ragnarok uh i think i don't know i'm not really a big fan of the guardians or korg so like i just really wasn't <laughs> feeling this trailer that much but i did like the cinematography i thought the shots that they showed looked really beautiful yeah especially when zeus catches this lightning bolt that shit was that was really cool yeah that russell cool. crowe we got to see the behind yeah. of russell crowe russell crowe's gonna be uh zeus and uh yeah i would agree as far as the guardians um i think it's just Chris Pratt. Just... I'm, yeah. I'm kind of, I'm kind of intrigued, at least at the, at the very least, at how Taika is going to use them. Because I'm always yeah. intrigued to see how yeah, different filmmakers cool. use certain characters, and we haven't really seen very much Guardians outside of James Gunn's control. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen, of course, the Guardians with the Russos and the uh, Avengers: Infinity War and Endgame, but I feel like someone like Taika could actually really enhance them even more i mean as much as you can i guess james gunn's a pretty great director and writer too and you know he has a funny edge to him but um yeah i i'm i mean i could live without the guardians in the movie you know but you know it's just like rocket just bring in rocket and groot and i'm sure (laughs) you know but yeah um i i yeah i would agree i i liked um I just I like the fact that they had like a little montage of like you know depressed Thor in the beginning and stuff mm-hmm. and like he didn't just show up with his like ripped out body and whatnot in the trailer. That's one thing that stood out to me. Um, and like yeah, it looks the colors are much more vibrant here, even more than uh, Ragnarok. Because Ragnarok, even with all its colors too, it still had the kind of grayscale uh, MCU isms yeah. kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, this I was one, watching, um, I was watching, uh, the clip of, from Ragnarok where Thor gets his powers back. Yeah. Um, when he's fighting Hela and it looks terrible. Oh, like on. it was all, it was so gray and like, you could just really see like the green screen, uh, like Hela looked really cool. Like her, her outfit looks cool mm-hmm. all the time, but it was just, it was after seeing that scene from Ragnarok and seeing this trailer yeah. for Love and Thunder, I was like, okay, they did definitely make some improvements, I think. Yeah, like they definitely, definitely, as far as like these directors, it does feel like they're having a little bit more of a say when it comes to the visuals of the uh, of the movies because it does, it did look a lot better uh, than mm. previous installments that we've gotten. And we've already talked about like Doctor Strange's look as well um so yeah we'll we'll see how that all that comes out at the end i do feel like there's probably going to be a lot of shoddy looking like spots but yeah. you know with all that cgi especially that especially i think it was olympus they had like even that looked kind of uh that looked like really really just vfx heavy so i'm sure there's going to be a little bit yeah. a couple of spotty elements that we get uh, amanda how about you what did you think about this trailer you're actually someone uh, who also do not like Ragnarok, so I'm curious to hear what you think mm-hmm. of the trailer. Yeah, I I really disliked what oh, they okay. turned Thor into in Ragnarok. Yeah. I, I really did. Yeah. I loved Infinity War <laughs> Thor. 
mm-hmm. the most uh, in that case. But this teaser, I had very low expectations just because it was Taika Waititi. Um, but I feel like this was a different tone than Ragnarok, and you could feel that within the teaser. I am a sucker for a Guns N' Roses song in any mm-hmm. freaking trailer. So the second I heard uh, Sweet Child of Mine in the beginning, I'm like, it flipped a switch inside me. And I'm like, I am hooked right from there. Um, the colors look great. They're, like they are vibrant. Um, and they, it looks, it just looks and feels different. I feel like Taika writing this movie is going to change uh, a lot of my I guess my dislike for Ragnarok and what he Mm -hmm. did, what happened because he didn't write it. So hopefully that there is kind of like a balance between humor and uh, some emotional moments. They don't undercut the emotional moments. It's always been a peeve of mine in the MCU. Um, And they do that quite often. Uh, So hopefully in this one, the writing is better, obviously, because Taika's writing it. So I think that I'll like it. I'm still going in like, I'm cautiously optimistic, don't get me wrong, because there's still room for them to disappoint me in this case. Um, but I I love seeing Jane Foster as the mighty Thor. I think Natalie Portman coming back is like a massive deal. Mm-hmm. Just like Meg said, is like they cast her aside in the first two Thor movies. And then there was really like no reason for her to want to come back if it's just going to be like a throwaway secondary character in that case. Um, but to get Nat, Natalie Portman back is like that's massive because she kind of just went away for a bit so I'm excited for her I'm excited for Chris Hemsworth I don't know how I feel about the Guardian depending on how much screen time they actually have um I don't but think they, it's much I don't yeah think. I have a feeling it's just at the beginning for some strange reason because mm-hmm. he does put uh Stormbreaker in the in the ground mm-hmm. so I think like that's in the beginning that we get guardians but yeah i'm i'm looking forward to it i'm sitting at like an eight out of ten on my hype level um which is more than i had for ragnarok so that's a bonus (laughs) i'll take it you know yeah i am intrigued though as far as like going forward with the mcu like obviously you can't i mean you have two people named thor to an extent like Mm -hmm. are you gonna have two thor films or is one of them going to go to disney plus or are we going to have to have i wouldn't be surprised if the next store is called the mighty thor you know well yeah i just mean brand confusion yeah you know there's like because like how we have the bat there's like a thousand batman movies Mm -hmm. where it's like but because there could be mighty thor and then you know then the thors with chris hemsworth i feel like i'm curious how i guess casual audience members will feel Mm -hmm. about that Mm -hmm. how there will be two thor's kind of like how there was a hawkeye show and people were complaining that the show was called hawkeye and it was mostly focused around kate bishop even though they're both hawkeye so it's kind of like a a weird kind of branding thing i hope that they continue i hope you know chris hemsworth has been around the longest now yeah i I can't see original i think he signed a new deal a few years ago um as far as like more movies so i I know he's gonna be around for the long haul he seems to be like wanting to continue to play the character and uh i just i just wonder how they're gonna work that out because i mean with the comic books and all that stuff not to be like that person you know but (laughs) the uh you know jane foster becomes mighty thor and for a while there thor isn't thor he's Mm -hmm. odinson yeah and i mean i I don't know if they're gonna do that in the comic i mean in In the the movie maybe maybe they'll maybe maybe they'll just do it and just like 
call it a yeah. day. Then you're gonna get those weird fans. Ooh, MC. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> you know, well, that's what I mean. Though. Deal with it then. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. yeah. I uh, yeah. <laughs> so as far as as far as for me, um, I really like the trailer. Um, I'm I'm glad that they finally released it. I didn't know because the movie is like it's not like where the movie's not and it's coming out in November. This movie's coming out in like three months, I think. Like. Maybe yeah. No. July. Yeah, July. So uh yeah. the full trailer is probably gonna be like in the next like month or so. Um which Passive. which I really hope they, they show. Um if they're doing the cancer storyline, I really do want to see that in a trailer. See how because it, it kind of seems like the way they kind of shot they, the the way they kinda edited this trailer, it was as if like she's just Thor and and like our Thor had no idea, and he's all shocked and stuff like that. And I'm like, eh, I don't really like all like all that. Yeah, that's you what know? it seemed like. Just just like uh, his his, I guess. Well, if that's the way that the scene actually plays yeah. out, you never really know at the MCU. Yeah. But uh, if the way if it does play out like the way it does in the MCU, and it's like his he's shocked because I think that is part of the mystery in the comic books for for a bit there. Just a female Thor shows up, and we don't know who the heck it yeah. is, and then it ends up being Jane Foster, which I'm super excited to see. I'm excited to get into all of that stuff. Um, I thought the trailer was a lot of fun. I love the I love the music choice. Um, I love the opening shot as far as like little baby Thor kind of running around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, teenage that, Thor. that was that was fun. That was the that classic was cool. costume. Uh, I I love the vibe of the movie. So so okay. So I don't think I think Tyler's probably the only one who would, who would like get this. The vibe of the movie feels very like the Guardians of the Galaxy video game that we just got a few yeah. months ago with the music choice and like, like the jacket, like, like very. Like very eighties, yeah, very very eighties, and even even his hair and the poster, the posters ripped right out of the eighties and stuff, which I absolutely <laughs> it does, love. Um, it does scream eighties power metal, you know, the yeah. poster for Thor Love, and which Thunder. I love that vibe and I love that aesthetic. Now, okay, here's my thing, because like I see a lot of people, a lot of I've already seen a couple of tweets about people being like, "Oh man, I remember when Thor was awesome, dude." And I'm like, "What are you?" I don't know. I do we really prefer do some people really really prefer like dark world door I thought that door was uh, so boring and like and I think a lot the of the movie was bad I, but I, I think a lot boring. of uh, I think a lot of casual audiences felt the same even Chris Hemsworth said before Taika I was getting really bored with the character and I was like I'm bored too everyone's bored like <laughs> yeah I'm sure there's you know, people who like it and more want the more darker stuff, which I can understand. But I think what I think the reason why Thor really, really popped off is because like he finally got a personality, which like in in the in the in his first like even when he was with the Avengers, like in the first one and in Age of Ultron, he was just like oh, it's Thor, you know. But like he became my favorite character at Infinity War and stuff. You know, he's. He's responsible for one of the best entrances for a superhero from that movie, um, and just the MCU in general. Um, you know, Endgame Thor. I was not. It's not my favorite. The idea of it is is good to me as far as like him being depressed. I thought I thought they relied on him being a joke, like way too much. You know, after yeah. like because they had something really good there as far as like him being like depressed and just you know really really taken down by the the choice that he made to go for the head. And stuff, yeah. or night world to not go for the head and stuff like that, and then ultimately killing the uh, Thanos that we all knew before the new one came in. Um, that would have been more powerful if they didn't do 
what they did with like the belly and not not even him having the belly, but just like oh, it's a joke and he, it's goofy, you know. Like I, I wanted yeah, that. Yeah, right. the execution of that idea yeah. was horrible. Like yeah, yeah I, I wanted like that to be way more darker and like, serious. Yeah, I like the idea of like uh, showing the way the heroes struggle when they like miss the mark, you know, or um, or even how they deal with losing and seeing everyone that well almost everyone that they love die mm-hmm. and um but i just don't like the way that i guess they showed it in endgame um right and they just treated it like like you said as a joke and um even like when he had the interaction with his mother it was like it was very sweet you know and then mm-hmm. they ended it with like eat a salad and it's like okay <laughs> yeah yeah cuz he's a very it's a he's a, he has a, he has a, he's one of the one char- one of the characters left especially now uh, that has one of the more tragic i yes, guess tales yeah. as far as the mcu everything watching his mom die. mom die his dad died his everything. brother well he's watched Lo- well he watched loki die a couple mm-hmm. times yeah. so that was kind of that was monotonous but, <laughs> but it was but i mean he's such a tragic character you know this tragic shakespearean character in the mcu yeah. and then you know he does have that comedic side even in the first thor he was comedic yes, to a, yeah. a, in a stupidy you know a fun stupid kind of way but it's definitely they definitely decided to play up that more as he kept getting more appearances as opposed to the the serious angle that we had more so when Kenneth Branagh was the director in the first one. Yeah, and I uh I just I I've always preferred like my favorite version of Thor to me right now is like Ragnarok Infinity War. Um even even the even cuz when I do go back and watch Infinity War and the part when uh when you know when Thanos snaps and then he's like screaming at him like what did you do even like mm-hmm. all that stuff is so good um Endgame Thor I can deal without you know like the beginning of it was like so good as far as like him being so quiet and reserved like you know in the in the in the cage or whatever and then ultimately killing Thanos and then every but everything after that for me I was like mm. I could have. The Trinity fight at the end with Thanos was cool when he finally got like Mm. his Norse looking hair and beard. And then you saw him with. Because, like, I love it. I don't really like Stormbreaker that much. I like it when Thor has Mjolnir. So Mm. it was cool to see him have both. And aesthetically, I thought he looked like the most Norse he's ever looked. But other than that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm intrigued how we're going to bring back Mjolnir, though, because yeah. obviously Mjolnir's back in a very like put together, glued together form for when Jane Foster has mm-hmm. it, and it's all messed up and whatnot. All that stuff is like just looks really good. So I hope, um, I hope we still get some of those emotional moments with the character. Like you know, it, it seems like the idea of this movie that he just wants to kind of move on from all this kind of life <laughs> and just like retire which i wouldn't blame him you know that's yeah, kind of after everything he's been through that that's kind of why at the end of endgame he kind of gives valkyrie the reins to asgard and stuff because he's just you know he's done with all of this so uh it really wouldn't surprise it, it's i like i'm excited to see that aspect of the story and whatnot and again Natalie portman she looks great as thor uh, those arms, she's yoked and stuff, mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, that's what I mean. I need the root. I need the routine. Yeah, I, I remember I seeing the uh, set the leak pictures for that, and I was yeah. like, "There's no way, like that's <laughs> Natalie Portman. Like her arms were huge, Nuts. and then you see great. her in the trailer, and it's like, ho- it is so cool to see like big buff women mm-hmm. on screen. 
Like, mm-hmm. you know, like male superheroes are always like big and buff, but like, I feel like sometimes the women, like they can be buff, but they're still kind of like petite and small. Mm-hmm. So to see like, that's why I love the Amazon so much is because like you get like all different types of body shapes and sizes. And, yeah, they're uh, fucking yeah, scene and see... in, in uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League of like, when they're like, we have no fear. Oof. Like, it's yeah, one of my bro. favorite scenes. So yeah, I completely agree. Um, yeah, I, I, I 100% agree too. So, as that was, I mean, if the uh, the Last of Us Part Two game was like a big talking point regarding that because a lot of men were like really angry that mm-hmm. the 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 well, like one of the one of the characters were like it was like extremely extremely muscular. Like, it was super. It was a super oh, yeah. time. It just don't take me back to that. But um, <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited for Thor: Eleven Thunder, and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. The movie's coming out. July, I think it was July eighth. It's coming out, yeah, twenty twenty two. So, mm-hmm. so we'll probably, like you said, we'll probably get gore in the next, in the next trailer for sure. Bale store, I mean, is crazy. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited just because it's Christian Bale mm-hmm. and that kid and Gore the God Butcher, such an awesome character. And I feel like you have to show him killing some gods because that's literally like his name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you have to show. That's why. I, that's why if I had to predict now, I imagine that Russell Crowe is probably going to die. As you know, because oh, he's yeah. Zeus, mm. so I well, definitely I think he's gonna die. We'll probably see. Done. We'll probably see some of those people potentially we saw in Moon Knight this past week. Die. I was actually, you know, what's funny about that? I was mm-hmm. going to bring that up, and I was like, man, maybe doing. You probably look into into it. But the main theme of this last episode of Moon Knight, and even the next one, because we've already, I've already seen the next the next episode. They kind of lean into the god stuff regarding Moon Knight. So I'm wondering, I just can't see Moon Knight in Thor. Like, it just doesn't feel like a good play. No. <laughs> doesn't, I, you know? Yeah. It'd be very random. And hey, Amanda, Oscar Isaac, and Chris, Chris and, and uh, Chris Helmsworth, like, Larry would die. Would ab- oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I'm so excited for him. If that happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I thought that was kind of, I was thinking about that earlier, Tyler, as far as, like, hmm, I wonder if, I wonder if like, if Gore is going to go after any of those kind of Egyptian kind of gods as well. I mean, I mean, he has to kill some gods. I mean, it's literally yeah. his name. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you can't call him Gore the God Butcher and have him not kill any gods. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I feel Thor. like, yeah, Unless... I, mean, I mean, that would be very, very shocking if he kills him and you know, he's called the. And then Natalie. I mean, that'd be one way over. to. <laughs> that would be one way to kick off the 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 mighty thor films by killing off chris emsworth a possibility and then he could just make like cameos elsewhere in another timeline you don't know Amanda, what is you doing i mean i don't agree with this theory. <laughs> <laughs> but, but i mean it's an intriguing guard. one they won't do it why is Amanda on one like that? anyway um <laughs> so next we're gonna get into some other things that happened throughout the week uh talked about this a little bit on cinemania live with hannah and larry but this uh, Discovery slash Warner Media, uh, you know, DC overhaul kind of statement that they put out last week. Uh, so it came out that Discovery, who just acquired Warner Media, they want to do a massive overhaul on the DC universe. They want to focus on, you know, things more like Joker and like, I think the Batman was another one. Uh, they have. They have apparently like Matt Reeves is like at the top at the top of one of their lists of like as far as like you know people to keep around as far as like deals and stuff like that. Goes. I would hope so. Uh, yeah, and then um, they want to make characters like Superman and 
and some other ones more prominent, it seems like, and they want to kind of find their version of a Kevin Feige to kind of tie this all in. And I know some people are not happy about this. Um, I'm all for it because I think this this universe has been a disaster for like six years. Um, it's it's <laughs> what we've been wanting them to do for it's many the, years now. To, have to a plan, me, I mean. it's just the strangest timeline you can never imagine. I just uh, then they uh, they gave Zack Snyder like seventy million dollars to go do his Snyder cut, which he did, but then they expected the fans to just be like happy and move on. With I mean, my it's, guys, you got to know they, that it's. It's a very weird. I mean, the way that they've structured the DCEU. I mean, they've had a lot. They've had their fair share of bad luck along the way as well. You know, Ben Affleck doesn't want to be Batman anymore. Mm. Whatever they're doing with Henry Cavill, the Ezra Miller drama, um, the Ray Frister drama, yeah. like, like Zack Snyder drama. Like, there's like so many things just wrong from the get go. So I kind of feel bad for them in that sense that they kind of had to like scramble together everything, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I'm glad that they're going to try and at least fix things as best as they can, even though they have like some movies already in the can that they kind of have to try and work Just around. Have a plan before you start things or something. I don't know. Um, I yeah. So it, that's been like kind of the thing uh, regarding it. Um, I I I I don't know. I wouldn't want to see a complete overhaul because, like, I just can't see you. I I can't see it being a a good idea for you to reboot as far as like recast does that mean like you're trying to recast like aquaman and wonder woman and stuff like that because at least those two are are like they're like the most established of the entire universe as far as those two character goes so would you want to just reboot and do new movies of those or are you kind of doing a soft reboot uh the like a lot of dc properties got delayed this year so it's just so much stuff happening you mentioned ezra miller everything that's happening with them i just don't understand it's just a lot it's a lot of hard work they're gonna have to do to kind of revitalize all this i would figure with his movie it would make it would have made the most sense to reboot with the flash's character just because it would make the most sense you know he can do that you know with flashpoint but they just keep moving the goalposts with the movie. And I don't know. And now it's kind of like confusing how they're going to go about it with the release schedule now. Cause with Batgirl coming out now before the flash, but Michael Keaton's Batman and Batgirl, but oh, he gets introduced in the flash. Goodness. So it's like, why is he, why are they like, I'm confused now. Cause it's supposed to be the same universe, I guess. Mm-hmm. Cause JK Simmons is Gordon in the DCEU and in Batgirl. So it's it's it's, um, it's kind of crazy. It's, it's a lot going on. Go ahead. I man. honestly think that the Flash is going to be the last movie that has mm. to deal with any of those characters because, mm. like you said, I there's no way that they can move forward with the cast that we have right now mm-hmm. if you're just going to like restart everything. Like when I read that and they said that they were going to do Superman again but like clark kent again it's like okay you're gonna like change him up once again i understand what you're trying to do here but like the, like the dc films as much as we love them we've had like eight different batman actors we've had three or four different superman actors so it's like 
how are you going to market this in a fresh new way for the general audience if all you keep doing is keep reusing the same characters? So if they don't touch Superman or they don't touch Batman and they go to like these other characters, then that'll be different. But if they're going to like try to form the Justice League and do like that kind of setup once again, it's like you already have that and then you're going to confuse everyone with this timeline. So I think that the flash is the only way that they can kind of like close that chapter and Mm -hmm. just leave everything behind and then try to literally start from scratch, which is going to be so annoying, but that's the (laughs) only way that they can move forward with this, you know, like, I don't know. I do think, I I do think the idea of recasting super i i would wrap i think henry cavill should be i think they should just do another one with him and find a new director Mm -hmm. and make it a little bit more like more vibrant as far as like just just like the colors and stuff like that and make him make him feel like i don't i don't know but i i think there's been enough if they do end up recasting him I do think there's been enough time without Superman's own like thing. I know we had you know uh, Justice League last year, but that was like you know HBO Max. It wasn't like theaters and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It, it didn't even feel. It just right. it just felt it's like a, yeah. It was just yeah. yeah was I think it's been too. a while. because like if we can go from 2014 with Spider Man and then go to 2016 with the new Spider Man. Uh, I think mm. I think four years is more than enough time for like a new. No, it hasn't it been. When was BVS? Because that's what. I, actually, no. Let's count Justice League from two thousand. Justice is over League. like ten, almost well, like seven. Henry Cavill years hasn't ago. worn the Superman cape in like since like two thousand sixteen. That's what I'm. Yeah. yeah so just, I think they long. just keep bringing in other Superman. Yeah, yeah I think if they did yeah. announce like, oh, we recast Superman, I, w- I wouldn't be like, damn, that's way too soon. Like if they recast, like I don't know. Um, a character. Like if they just came out the gate tomorrow and said we're recasting Harley Quinn for the new, I would be like, mm, nah. Um, unless it's like Matt Reeves' new Harley Quinn for his universe, I'd be like, okay. Um, I just, yeah, I don't see them. I, I think, I just don't see how you can recast. I think Jason Momoa is a huge part of the Aquaman success. Um, and I don't think it's a good idea to just cast, to recast him or Gal Gadot because I think she's, they're both like, well known to the point of the fact that people can kind of idolize these characters as who they're being portrayed by on screen. Yeah, um, yeah. I would even include Shazam in that as well. Yeah, I was I mean, going to. Because I think because I, I mean, I think I think he, I mean, yeah, he, he they didn't perform as well, yeah. but I feel like I feel like people. I mean, unfortunately, I guess I feel like people don't care overall as much about Shazam. I think. <laughs> A large part of the appeal for Shazam is The Rock coming to mm-hmm. fight Shazam, yeah. which is something we've been teasing for like a decade almost now. Yeah. And we're finally going to get the Black Adam movie more than likely this year after so much waiting. Right. But I think that's like the big appeal for Shazam is to finally get to that point and just see Black Adam in The Rock because he's the, the seller for the Shazam series, I feel. Yeah, I would I would agree. So... Because he's a producer on the films. I mean, most people forget that, but he's a producer yeah. on the Shazam films. I just, I just, they gotta do something quick. As far as the, uh, as far as the Kevin Feige thing, um, you definitely do need someone, and you do need someone to do that. I just fear of them trying to rush success, and that's just something that yeah. you cannot do. 
Uh, you have well, to go. I mean, that's kind of what they've been doing the whole time. That, exactly. Like, I, I still, it and it just doesn't work. You I, know? I, I still, to this day, think the timeline that they came up with, whether the movies were good or not, I think the timeline they started off with was one of the most idiotic ways to start a timeline as far as like, just it just does not make any sense. Just, like, just throw everybody into like the second or third movie. Oh man, it just I don't understand why Suicide Squad is your fourth movie. No, wasn't it the third? Like I don't understand why that's uh, I think your. It came out. Yeah, didn't it come? It either came out right before Batman vs Superman. It came out after that. Yeah. Because like, why is that your third movie in this whole the suit? I don't know. Out of all the characters, Green Lantern, Flash, Aquaman. It came out before Wonder Woman. Like, why is this a priority? I think it's just because I think they do definitely need a Kevin Feige figure because yeah. I think the way the Marvel films work so well is because Marvel Studios is its own thing. Mm -hmm. And the people that are approving these Marvel films are people that are like involved with the Marvel films. You know, it's not like some random other CEO that's green lighting like other films outside of comic book movies you know you just need someone right. that that's the only thing that they do because someone that green lights let's say a tenant or something uh -huh. is also trying to green light something like shazam it just doesn't really make sense they're two completely different types of films so i think they just need someone that that's like strictly their thing they're in charge of dc studios or whatever people want to call it um because like you guys have been saying, everything that they do anymore just doesn't make sense. And this is stuff fans have been saying for how long, you know, that yeah. your your timeline doesn't make sense. Like you just keep green lighting things that don't make sense. Like Wonder Twins, Batgirl. <laughs> it's just like a Batgirl yeah. film is cool, but we have no idea what it's even connected to or if it's connected and, to anything. So, and same with Peacemaker because yeah. you even saw the Justice League in Peacemaker it at makes the very, very end. Sense. Like, sure, some of these projects are cool on their own, yeah. but keep them that way. Keep them their own thing then, like Joker, like the Batman. Don't try to do this connected universe where you're not ready to commit to the connected universe because it doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. It really, like, it really hits me too. We don't even know... Um, who are like Justice League is anymore, really. I mean, yeah, you've seen exactly. the Peacemaker, know. and it's like, it okay, that's not ah. even the entire Justice League, but okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Cyborg wasn't even there, no, yeah. like, <laughs> at all. Yeah. It really, um, and especially, they just didn't speak to, uh, that scene is cool. In the moment, you're excited, I'm like, oh, hey, you know, uh, but then, like, when you think about it, it's like, why would Superman just, like, not speak? It's just weird yeah, to me. He was hidden in, he was hidden in the shadows. Weird. Um, and nothing really gets me, nothing really makes me realize how much of a disaster some of these universes are, like, until I speak to an absolute casual fan. Mm -hmm. And the fact that, like, I get so many, like, people at work and people, like, you know, family members, like, where if I say MCU, they would be like, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? They They all know that phrase, right? It's become, like, a synonymous kind of just brand you know like it, it's it's basically mcu and whatever sony's doing so today hey, i was i was today i was <laughs> talking to uh one of my co-workers and um we had an epiphany because she realized that i was into like you know all the comic book shit and so we get into like a whole conversation um then she's like oh yeah so morbius so is he like what is he 
is that guy showing? Was that movie good? How was it? I was like, no, it's terrible. Don't don't let Amanda tell you any, uh, anything otherwise. Uh, but then right, <laughs> yeah. so she was like, okay, Thank so you. he's he's gonna be uh he's gonna be in like you know with Thor and all of them, right? And I was like, oh no, <laughs> no, no, no. And she's like, I don't think so. Well, why? And then I had to explain the whole thing of like. Well, the studio Sony owns Spider Man, but are them and Marvel after making Spider Man two was a disaster. They, uh, they kind of, um, you know, made a deal with Marvel. About, I'm going to the whole spiel, and she's like wide eyed. <laughs> what? See, you know? See, see what? See what I mean? Though it's it's MCU and whatever and Sony then, is doing over when there. When I'm like telling my mom, I'm telling my mom about the the Batman comes out. She wants to go see it. She thought it was okay. That was her phrase. She's like, it was all right. It's a little too slow for me. Mm-hmm. And I said, all right, mom. It's, I, I, I get it. Then she's like, but, I, but I'm confused. So it's like, tell me. She's like, she's like, tell me this, right? I'm like, what? So is he like the new Batman? And I'm like, no, he's. And I'm like, I guess, fuck, I guess. man. This, you, like, no, it's so it confusing so to like casual people who do not follow all this stuff. It's so confusing because, like, they're like, I thought Ben Affleck was the Batman. And I'm like, well, no, he kind of is. He's going to be in the Flash, though. Wait, so he's not? Like, he didn't quit? Like, well, he kind of quit, but he's in the new Flash movie that's coming out next year. And she's like, what about Superman? I'm like, I don't fucking know what's happening with Superman. And then you just just throw the curveball of Michael Keaton coming back to play Batman. It gets a hundred thousand times worse. She's like she's like having aneurysm and be like, what? And it's like, oh, so it's so it's Batman from the 89 Burton universe coming into the DCEU and somehow going to be the Batman of this universe. And Ben Affleck's going to go somewhere, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I just um, we have a Batman that's older than the canon uh james gordon which makes no yes yeah, yeah he's like michael keen's like 70 just, years old even to non even to people that are like not like super casual like people yeah. that pay attention to this stuff yeah it's so it's still so confusing because we have like we were supposed to have how many dc movies come out this year like, like four, four three uh yeah because shazam shazam well shazam was going to be la- next year and then it moved to, and then this like year. a week after they announced the 2020 trailer thing oh my god they just moved it, it was in. yeah he was playing in the batman movie uh-huh. why and then you go see the batman movie and you're like oh yeah actually none of these fucking movies are coming out this year aquaman and and flash moved but then even with that even that. with that little oh look at what we're doing the batman yeah. seems like he's a part of the universe when they did that little trailer yes. thing I'm like, but don't don't right. do that because then people are gonna expect him to be the Batman of the universe, and now you got people confused. And I think so I just hope Discovery just really figures it out. Yeah, obviously it can't be that hard. I mean, Marvel's been doing it successfully for how many years now? Twenty five like, movies. Just just be like Kevin Feige. Just like kind of acknowledge the Sony films, yeah, but no. not really. I mean, how hard is it to do? I mean, they 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 very easily have done that. You know, kind of. Sh- you know, sh- straddled the line here with the Sony DC films, like yeah, been, like kind of yeah. Venom's in it, but yeah, not just, really. Just don't be DC the Amy Pascal been... of the situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Morbius like... is kind of involved because Michael Keaton's Vulture showed up at the end, just, and then like the multiverse stuff can make sense, yeah. but I just feel like mm-hmm. DC d- doesn't feel like they need to put the time or the energy into making it make sense. So mm-hmm. I really hope that they just, like Amanda said, just have the flash movie be the last time we see some of these characters and then it would just it would make sense to just do a complete 
like over like recast everyone because at this point you're already mixing Sasha Kale's Supergirl with mm-hmm. your current Justice League and rumors of her replacing Superman and rumors of the Batgirl oh, replacing fuck. the Batman in the Justice League and it's just like okay we'll just scrap scrap everything and just restart at that point. Yeah, they yeah. could even they could even throw in a Justice Society of America if they really wanted to. And that's what I think they should do. I think they should just yeah. go with JS like and get over it. You know, Hawkman. Yeah. That would be really uh, smart. Black Adam. I mean, if they want to just ignore, I guess the the Justice League and just do a different type of Justice League. Yeah, I, yeah. I want my freaking heroes, man. Like, I'm I'm sick. Where's Green Where's Lantern? <laughs> Like he's, I mean, I, I mean, it's cast. I don't know what I've I've tried to get like new info about like the I, Green Lantern show. I feel like that stuff should have been. We should have been in the second and third movies of like Green Lantern and Flash. It's sad yeah. that after six years, we're still getting started with this universe. Six years, yeah. like, like they gotta go in and just replace them all and. <laughs> Just they could even replace so, Ezra if they really want it's, to. I think I think they will. It, it's it's so nuts <laughs> to me just the way that like it's I don't know what they were thinking. Suicide Squad last year. It's called the Suicide Squad. <laughs> very like, very great just, titling there. It's just the weirdest kind of thing and ideas and and I just they just need to put like two cooks in the kitchen. Like one chef, maybe a sous chef, and just figure this shit out. And I think whoever they do get, I don't think it should be a filmmaker. I don't think it should be like a comic book writer. Um, I I think it needs to be like someone who's also an executive and knows how to produce a, a you know a line of films because that's what Kevin Feige was before he got into all this. He was yeah. a producer of so many films, but he was also a fan. You can't just bring in like like Donovan Abraham from like from like what CNN to do the DC universe cuz he's going to have no idea who these characters are, what they do. He's going to walk into the room and say, "All right, I'm going to get I want Superman." Yeah, and I want Hawkman in the next movie, and then it's gonna be a disaster, and and then they're yeah. gonna redo it again, and it's just like, what happened to Walter Hamada? <laughs> what where is it? What what's going I, on here? It's just a complete I always, disaster. I always think of that funny story uh, that was at David Goyer, I believe, uh, said about how he was when they were doing the stuff with Man of Steel and the script and all that, and the exec, some of the executives were concerned about superman using the pod mm-hmm. and it's like how is he and it's like how is he gonna get back home if he uses the Fuck pod me, and it's like you just, you just watch <laughs> you just watch krypton blow up like 35 minutes ago yeah. like he's not going back yeah. like the people that it's just interesting how wb works and how they kind of sort of have people that know what they like the stuff about the characters and some that don't mm-hmm. and uh yeah i don't know i don't know what they do i i, I don't have the answers I just think that I'm hoping it's I'm I'm hoping it's just people that have a clue as far as what to do, who to get, like where to start. Because yeah. um, I think these movies are just doomed for. I don't think half the movies that they even have releasing is gonna do all that well because it's just so confusing what's going on. No, like I don't yeah, see a box office. I don't ones. see a massive opening for Shazam two as far as like no, I don't see a I, I don't see a massive opening for like. 
I'm sorry, even the Flash. I, I don't see a massive opening for Black Adam. The Rock is going to be so disappointed when he sees that 45, 50 million. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, it's just even like I just don't see it. I don't feel the the energy or the vibe. And they came off of so much momentum with the Batman when it came out, and now it's just kind of all that momentum is just kind of. And it's just yeah. gone. Then they also gotta they also gotta balance because they're trying to put some of the stuff on HBO Max too. Like we already yeah. brought up the Wonder Twins. I mean, what that's the a fuck show. Is I believe. That? What is going on here? You don't, don't you know. you don't know you don't know, know them, who the Wonder why, Twins well, are. Why? Like for... I don't mean they, <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I guess they just figure that. I just figure Marvel's. You know, they're just throwing out random characters. Yeah. That, let's just pull out one of our random group of do, characters. Don't know they have like Plastic Man or something coming out. It's just a- uh, I don't think it's official, but yeah, that's I probably in the pipeline. So I know that. Yeah. I mean, they're doing the Blue Beetle movie. I mean, that's going to be a theater, I, theatrical release now. Um, it's so, I mean, they say so many Batgirl's things, cool. and then they go back yeah. on their word, or they keep moving some, the goalposts, and it's like okay. And somewhere in the depths of hell, I guess, in production, uh, the Green Lantern show is <laughs> happening. I love how they like, pass two people and they're like, I'm tired. I don't need to do this anymore. <laughs> like, well, that's what I mean. Like, it's, I don't know if they're filming or, or yeah. if they've done anything else. Because it's like Finn Wittrock got cast to be Gar Gardner for some reason. And yeah. we haven't heard much since. And that was a while ago. So, I mean. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's get into some of these questions real quick before we... Uh, Get off air here. This person here says, oh, if you want to send us a message, uh, 617-506-3409. You can text us anytime, and we will answer those questions whenever we have time on the shows. All right, this person here says, any predictions for this week's Moon Knight, and how do you think they're going to incorporate him into the the wider MCU? Any thoughts? Yeah, I already saw this really episode, know. but any any thoughts? Anyone? Uh, Meg, any thoughts th- on the uh, next Moon Knight? Um, I don't know. I I really I have no idea, like about the character, really Moon Knight, or like mm-hmm. his story, or so. Every episode I've been going into has just kind of been like, I have no context, no nothing, and I just enjoy it for what they show us, which I've been loving it so far. Um. I, I don't I would love to see him like I don't know because I don't even know what characters he's connected to. <laughs> um more like the darker one like Blade and stuff. If they if they're doing I mean it would be really cool yeah. to see uh like a little Blade tease or something mm-hmm. to connect yeah. them. Uh because uh, I feel like What's his face uh Kit Harrington. Yeah, Kit Harrington too. Black Knight, yeah. Um, we've seen, I mean, when Mahershala was cast a while ago, so it would be cool to see like a little tease. I know we heard his voice in Eternals, but to maybe see something, whether it's even just like on the news or something about Mm -hmm. this new vampire character. Uh, yeah, no, I'm just really excited. I hope that there's more action in the in this next one, because I feel like the last two have just kind of really been story driven, which is fine because Mm -hmm. it definitely needs it. Um, no, I'm just, I'm really excited. I love Oscar Isaac. So anything with him, I'm, I'm down for. <laughs> Don't start. Same. I agree. Don't start. Exactly. Man. See what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Uh, Mandy, any thoughts or Tyler, any thoughts on, uh, the next Moon Knight episode? Um, uh, I love episode four. That's all I'm going to say. I love it too. Um, My favorite episode. Yeah. So I really love it. Yeah. Um, I just, I think, I think this is going to be more like self-contained to Moon Knight. I don't think there's going to be any like cameos or like 
uh, where he's going to go next. I really do think that it's just going to be in the realm of his mm-hmm. comics. Yeah. Um, much like Hawkeye, I think, uh, apart from the cameos, but like the way that they ended, it was very much like Kate Bishop and Clint Barton. And I think that that's where it's going to stay um for so. uh for stay, moon night stay in that damn Bec- farm never come because out because there's like exactly <laughs> <laughs> but there's gonna come out somehow there's so much to like say with steven and mark still and like there's just so much to do with the, this character and i just i want to see more yeah but obviously contractually like oscar isaac has not signed on for more and it breaks my heart so hopefully this does well enough for them to be like, we have a hit on our hands and mm-hmm. we need him. So, Yeah, I can't imagine you bringing in Moon Knight and having him in like any of the movies or anything like that. So, Especially yeah. with Oscar Isaac. I yeah. Like- yeah. <laughs> I just, I, it's, it's just like so far with this portrayal and where we're going with Moon Knight as a character, I do wonder how he's going to be incorporated because i feel like because he just does like as of right now at least you know we're only you know about to be four episodes into his own show i feel like he would be very out of place in like an avengers movie yeah Mm -hmm. you know you know because like everybody's you know pretty much everybody knows everybody to some degree at some point you know in the avengers movies now and then they're just gonna throw in this guy with multiple personalities who is you know under a moon god and he's gonna be talking to the moon god but nobody else can see him like i feel like most people other than maybe like thor would not understand what Mm -hmm. (laughs) what's going on with that Mm -hmm. but uh yeah i mean i'm sure we're going to continue to explore moon knight as a character and the stuff and as far as like the stuff with his personalities i figure we've already gotten the tease of jake lockley we'll probably get more tease of that continuing on um as far as like where he would go in the future i feel like like I said, I feel like he won't fit in as well. I mean, it, it could change in a couple episodes just because you never know where we're going to go with the next couple episodes. But I feel like I feel like he would be better suited for kind of like a darker adjacent kind of Avengers-y kind of thing. Like the tease, of course, is Midnight Suns. If they ever do that, you know, you could have Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. I mean, we already know that Werewolf by Night's coming because uh, Michael Giacchino is doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like he would fit in there along with uh, Black Knight, Kit Harrington, Blade. Um, any other darker characters i guess you could throw in the punisher probably as well because i mean that's on disney plus now so they could probably bring john bernthal back that'd be great um yeah i mean you could definitely form a sort of more edgy darker mcu kind of team that's not avengers with these characters i mean in some iterations midnight suns also has morbius but i feel like that's just not gonna happen because it's Morbius, <laughs> but hey, um, <laughs> hey, I mean, I, f- I mean, if more power to him if they want to use him. I mean, they could also put in Ghost Rider because I mean, of some iteration, whether it be the one from the Agents of Shield show, or they could bring back Johnny Blaze, whether it be Nick Cage or not, who knows? Um, but yeah, I feel like I feel like for right now, he's not. It, it would, I mean, you could put him in the Avengers movies or a team up of some kind, like kind of like how the Guardians are involved with Thor and his film. But I just feel like right now it wouldn't work as well. But I mean, like I said, that could change. Yeah. So I, I, I it, it, it's interesting, but I do, um, I hope we do see him kind of, or just kind of all these characters that are like the newer ones that are, because we already know of Miss Marvel going into the Marvels after her show. So I would love like a place for some of these other characters as well, uh, the newer ones. So I mean, I guess we'll see. But um, 
All right. I'll do one last question. Everyone be quick, okay, please. Oh, all right. Um, this person here says, which one, which movie would you rather get first? Uh Nova or Miles Morales? It's Miles Morales for me. It's been it's been it's long overdue. Nova's alright. He he'll be alright. We mean I'm guessing we're talking live action. Live action, yeah. So Miles is for me. I th- I thought Miles should have been like a light, nice little Easter egg. Um, in No Way Home, I know they had a little line from Jimmy Fox, but I kind of wanted like at the end for Peter to just bump into like you know a cool <laughs> little kid, and he's like, "What's your name?" and all that type of is, stuff. That's what I want. Is it is it Miles Morales with the MCU helping Sony, or is it Miles MCU Morales Tony, are you just me right now? Sony? <laughs> I'm just saying. So you have to you have to ask. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I think either way, I would definitely choose. Unless you're doing a live action and like everyone involved with Into the Spider Verse was involved, then I'd be like, okay, sure. But I do want him. I do want. Would love to see like Miles Morales with these characters. Like, I love. I think it would be cool. I mean, I feel like they're kind of already eventually trying to set that yeah. up, whether it be through the MCU or through Sony doing whatever they're doing over mm-hmm. there. Uh, I feel like it's inevitable to see Miles Morales in some shape or form. It would be great to see that evolution kind of have Peter eventually become a mentor to miles, like whether it be in, I guess, either universe at this point, but I mean, miles Morales in live action. I think that would be amazing. Cause I mean, we've already seen how great he's been just in the animated stuff with end of the spider verse and also the video games. Um, so yeah, I mean, Nova's a cool character too. I'm not like as familiar with Nova, I, I guess. I mean, his comic books never really like spoke to me, but you know, he's a cool character. I, I, I'm not, I mean, depending on who he's who's cast, I mean, I figure they'll get some big name actor to play Nova. But I mean, there's real, they're kind of running out of big Marvel characters to cast at this point. Like, I feel like they've kind of started to run out, not run out of characters. I mean, there's hundreds of different characters in Marvel, but there's not very many big ones left. Like, you know, I mean, the MCU has so many characters at this point where like any smaller character, as long as they cast some A-lister, people will care. I think that's the impressive thing about the MCU. But who knows? I'm excited for more from Miles Morales stuff, though, just because I'm a big Spider-Man fan. I agree, and I just I, like I, I I want to see him live back as long as it's not Jaden Smith. I don't know what they're thinking as far as those rumors, but <laughs> oh god, yeah, even, that'd be interesting. Even <laughs> uh, Meg or Amanda, uh, Nova or Miles Morales? Um, I'm gonna go with Miles Morales. Thank you. Period. Because um, I just I like. Miles as Spider-Man more than I like uh, Peter Parker, Ooh. to be honest. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I would like to see uh, Miles' film, and I know that they, you know, obviously have been doing a lot more of the bringing the younger heroes in, so I just think the timeline now makes sense for Miles to come in. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know a lot about Nova. He's a cool-looking character. That's about all I know about him, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Amanda, who are you going with? Oh, they're like leaning really heavy on Spidey. So if they're leaning heavy on Spidey, you can't like not do Miles Morales. So my vote is for him for sure. I'd like to see Nova, but if I think Nova was a part of like the Ultimate Spider-Man show. Do you guys Mm -hmm. remember that? The animated one. Yeah. So yeah, he was. If they can kind of rework it and put Nova with Miles instead of Nova with Peter, I think that'd be really cool. So we get like a two in one. Moon Knight was actually in one of those shows too, See? a little bit. It's all coming ironically. together. <laughs> all coming I just, together. I just wonder. I just think it's interesting that, like, because of the way that Sony's working, like, we're getting a, I guess, I guess it's Jessica Carpenter Spider Woman movie before 
Miles Morales. I don't associate Sony's ideas with like. Hey, yeah. chill, chill. <laughs> exactly. Be nice. Uh, all right. Um. All right, everyone. With that being said, that is it for today's Hero Hour. Thank you guys all for joining us. Really appreciate you guys all for listening. I'll go around and get everyone's social medias. I'll start with you, Amanda. Let us know where they can follow you and let us know what's coming up on your channel this week. Yeah, well, you guys can always follow me over at AMX Indie Reviews on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. I have my reviews for The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent dropping tomorrow on my YouTube, Candid Cinema, my website, CandidXCinema.com. My Moon Knight Episode 4 review will be up on Wednesday on my channel. And then I have The Northman on Thursday at 7 p.m. So I'm really excited for that one. The North. <laughs> um, and uh tyler yeah i mean if you search up my name on youtube tyler calvert you'll see my channel reviews reactions all that stuff i already have a review up for the northman uh also pacific rim the black season two that's uh coming out tomorrow mm-hmm. actually on netflix because i mean I, I try to be somewhat hopeful that pacific rim will come back in its glory one day but uh you can also find me on twitter and instagram and it's tyler calvert all right and meg you can find me uh, on all forms of social media as Wonder Meg. You can find me on YouTube as Wonder Meg, as well as my reviews at wonder-reviews.com. All right. And everyone can follow me on Twitter uh, at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. And as far as for us, depending on how news is, uh, we'll see how, as far as like new shows, we'll see how it goes this week. Uh, we are going to try to get reviews out for Massive Talents, which I'm really excited to see. As, I'm excited to see that As too. well as The Northman. Um, I'm actually excited <laughs> for an Icarus movie. Can you believe it? It's crazy. Woo, I know. It's, it's a good one. When I, are you seeing I'm it? A, it's either Thursday or Friday. I'm going to see it. I'm trying to catch a double feature. It's long. Yeah, it's two hours. <laughs> I'm excited because it's probably going to be in a big theater, so... Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that, and uh, so we'll try to have reviews for both of those this weekend. And that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Meg, Amanda, and Tyler. We'll talk to you guys soon.